If building momentum and gaining traction in your business or your movement or your career or even your life or your family feels difficult, listen into today's episode. I'm teaching how to make an unthinkable shift, how to give up control so that you can gain greater momentum with more ease. Hi there, I'm Leah Lund, and I want to welcome you to the I Am Vibrant podcast. I'm a vibrant energy capacity and brain coach and the creator of One Whole Health and the Spiritual Wealth Creation Method. And I help you tap into a hidden energy reserve that's actually your natural design so that you can expand your capacity and really lead a high frequency business and life so that you can create an abundance of time and energy and wealth. And in this episode, I am teaching something that your mind might not like to consider. Your mind might consider this actually unthinkable, which is giving up the control in order to build greater momentum so you can achieve your goals with greater ease. But first, let's kind of get a baseline, some foundation and cover some basics. Here's how I see it. You were born to be a powerful creator of anything that you choose. And yet sometimes you might feel exhausted or discouraged or burned out from all that rests on your shoulders and the space that you hold for others. But know this, burned out is being burned out on the push and hustle model. And there's a completely different way to do things. Burnout is really a frequency issue and your frequency depends on your capacity. And that means your energy how free-flowing your life force is. So routine and consistency are key for having open flowing energy. That's why I want to share with you my best burnout recovery routine. This is a daily routine that gives you rituals to put into practice that keep that energy flow moving and expand your capacity. This is a free download. It's at a bit.ly link, daily best burnout recovery routine. And I will drop that link right into the show notes for your convenience. Okay, so let's get started. Giving up control. The minute you heard that, did you notice that the mind was already screaming? Like, what do you mean give up control and running my business or my family or, or my life or working toward my goals? What am I supposed to do? Run around directionless or not care if I'm broke or just go be a monk in a cave somewhere and give up all my belongings? No, I'm not talking about any of those things. I'm talking about working with your energy, your natural design, and the field of possibility that you may call the universe. You might call higher spirit. I like to call it the fertile field, higher intelligence, an order, the order, the divine order of things. Working with that so that you can unblock your life force and be in a state of flow that makes creating things easier and more natural and actually allows for the universe to surprise you with what it delivers. So everything you've ever desired, whether it's a successful business, the home of your dreams, to travel the world, to get your kids into the best university, any of your desires, they're all already out there. They're out there in the field already. And no, that's not a woo-woo thing to say. It's not magic. It's actually science. It's quantum physics. It all exists in a reality that is out there in the field. Your desire exists. 
And if you're not experiencing those desires yet, it simply means that your energy is blocked in some way, that you're blocking those desires from reaching you. And that is usually because you're trying to maintain rigid control over every detail of your life. So not only when you do that, when you're maintaining rigid control, not only are you blocking your desires from you, you're wearing yourself out, you're burning yourself out. It's a major energy block and drain and leak, and it doesn't feel very good. So what's, what do you do instead? I'm not talking about just sitting on the couch and denying your desires and, and um, surrender in that nature. I'm talking about making a shift. And I'm going to talk about three specific ways to give up control so that you can shift into trust and into alignment, vibrationally speaking, frequency speaking, alignment with your desires, which will then build and carry more momentum and bring things to you with more ease and it will feel more fulfilling as well. So the shift is from control to trust. Why is trust better? Well, first of all, when you're trusting, you are more, much more likely to take beneficial risks. If you're trusting, you're going to take a risk. If you're controlling, there's going to be little, little leeway, little flexibility in what you do in any given day. And you have a very narrow margin and narrow definition of success. But when you're in trust, you'll take beneficial risks. You'll also create more freely and attract or receive more freely. Because really control is based on what the mind thinks and the mind is very limited. So when you are a controller trying to control every detail, everything that's going on with your team, everything your kids are doing, everything that is uh, happening in, in your business, when you're trying to control every detail, you are actually creating an upper limit for yourself because you are, there is a limit. There is an end to what the mind can imagine happening and you're focused on those details and it's actually keeping you in a more scarcity and lack place because there is that upper limit that you can't surpass because you're playing by the same old rules of control all the time. So let's talk about the three ways to make this shift into trust. The first is to start creating coherence-based goals. Now, I'm going to use the word goal here because it is practical, uh, but a side note is that language is very important because language has a direct effect on our frequency. And most of our language, whether it's spoken word or thoughts we think, most of it is imprinted and trained from the ego from day one. In fact, you might want to check out episode two of, of this season two of I Am Vibrant. It's an episode called Reset Your Brain for Ease, Flow, and Abundance. And I talk specifically about sneaky language that sounds positive, but it's actually really limiting us. Um, so that's episode two, and I'll drop the link in the show notes as well. Um, so I'm going to use the word goal but I'm not using it in any kind of a limiting way. Just notice what your perception of that word is and feel free to substitute uh, and use intention or desires, but just be aware of what your mind does with that language. But for practical purposes, I'm gonna use the word goal here because to me, it's a neutral word. It doesn't charge me uh, up in any way, um, positive or negative, it's very neutral. So here's the thing, secret to success. Any successful person would tell you this, the secret to your success is, is an awareness of what your mind is up to. Your goals 
you know, maybe goals even doesn't sound that sexy, but it is probably what you've relied on setting a goal and then trying to control every detail to create that ultimate outcome, especially when it comes to running business. But then at the same time, you don't even like the concept of being controlled. So this is an internal conflict right there. There's a different way to goal set and it's goal setting with coherence. So coherence, what is that? Coherence exists in everything, in nature, in our bodies, in the world, in animals, in plants, and it's waves. It's quantum science and quantum mechanics, the physics of the wave as opposed to solid matter. Coherence is when that wave is unified or when all the pieces and parts of a whole are unified, they fit together in a natural way. So that includes everything inside of you and everything outside of you. And for purposes of goal setting, I'm going to speak specifically about the coherence of head and heart, having your heart and your head integrated. So check in with yourself right now. Do you lead your business or or even your life for that matter from an integrated perspective of head and heart? Or are you all head and no heart? Or are you all heart and no head? If you're all head, you're very controlling and rigid and there's no room for mistakes and anything unexpected is a failure and you're probably really, really stressed out. And if you're all heart, there's you're on an emotional roller coaster and there's no structure and it's hard to you're spinning because you're feeling things so deeply and then not sure what to do and driven by your emotions and full of reactions. Coherence-based goals are in that juicy middle between those two things, the integration or the middle of a continuum between head and heart. It's the juicy middle between chaos, like extreme flexibility would, could be defined as chaos, and on the other side, such rigid controllingness that it is the upper limit. Too far to either side, by the way. And you will suck your personal energy, your physical and mental and emotional energy dry. It's a total energy drain to operate in any way from either extreme. And that energy drain comes whether you're trying to control every aspect or whether you're not taking any action and you're just like letting life happen to you. It's all either, either end is an energy drain. Um, The end of total chaos is, Uh, An example that pops in my mind is sometimes clients, when I'm working with them in the beginning, every call they come to, they have like a different direction, a different focus. And I'll say, what happened to (laughs) what we were talking about last time? And, oh, they've totally shifted gears. And you're in spin cycle. You never get anywhere. You never gain any traction. So that's too flexible. Then on the opposite side, I see a lot of clients that are so rigid. Sometimes it's in their food, right? The way we eat is the way we do everything. So like completely unforgiving about any variation in their diet or something like that, then I know that's happening in their business and in other ways as well in their life. So coherence, another way to look at it is it's like a suspension bridge. There's a framework there so that there is some solidity, there's some structure, um, but it's flexible so that if a wind comes up, it doesn't topple that bridge over. So setting coherence-based goals, we do start with a framework and some structure. And you know what? Good old SMART goals, they work. SMART, specific, measurable, action-oriented, realistic, and with a time frame. Absolutely, that works. 
Then to make it coherence, though, you infuse some flexibility. So you allow for adaptation, you allow for adjustments, and you don't critique that. You don't have that be um, a failure or a mistake if you're going to adapt. You stay flexible enough so that the universe can deliver something beyond what you even had in mind. Now, here's a golden nugget. When you um, do, when you set SMART goals, make sure that you also ask yourself, what would, what would most likely derail or distract me from this goal? Because you know yourself, you know your MO. List at least three right along with your intentional, with your uh, original SMART goal so that you're prepared. You see these sabotaging habits coming, these sabotaging patterns. You know exactly what they are. Maybe you always get too busy and then you forget about your goal. Maybe somebody else's priority comes along and you focus on that and making them happy and helping them out. And there goes your goal. But be very clear and aware of your sabotaging patterns that derail and distract you from your goal because they're going to most likely be why you would not accomplish your goal in the first place. So then once you have that framework of your SMART goals, you're going to take it to the universe every day for some input. And, and I'll get to that in just a moment. I do want to say, though, coherence-based goals employ all of our brains. You might not have realized that you have more than one brain, but you do. We have neurons or brain cells in our heart, in our gut, and actually we're starting to realize they're all over the body. So just as much as the brain sends messaging to the body, the body sends messaging to the brain as well. And you know, then we have the frequency connection to higher power to the universe, to the field, whatever you wanna call it. So it's really important once you have your SMART goal to maintain the coherence of it every day, take it to listening, like sit down and actually ask the universe, where would you have me go with this goal today? What would you have me do? What am I missing? Where should my focus be? Start a dialogue and a conversation where you're asking questions of the universe and you're allowing space and time for you to hear answers beyond what the mind originally was thinking with the SMART goal. So the mind thinks kind of a, kind of a narrow focus with a SMART goal. Then you take it to the universal field and ask. And you can ask, about how it feels to your heart. You can ask about your gut, what you sense, does it feel aligned? And then you can use the head brain to like implement the details because the head's really good at that, but not, not in isolation, not only implementing the details, allowing space and time for listening so that your heart can speak to you and your higher power, your intuition can speak to you. So that's coherence-based goals. And that's the first way to start making that shift from controlling things into trusting. So number two, the second way is to ask the right kind of questions. As you're adjusting your approach, as you're adjusting your action, as you're adjusting your steps that you're taking to make your goal, you want to be sure that you're asking the right kind of questions to be adapting in a way that's beneficial to accomplishing your goal. Especially if you feel stuck. If you hit a moment where you feel stuck or the momentum is just so sluggish and slow and heavy, 
I'm going to share some questions that open your life force back up again. So you don't get weighed down with that heaviness and you can stay on track for what you want to accomplish and you can receive the supportive energy of the universe. Because when you have a really tight expectation, you make it very difficult for the universe to support you and help you out. Even though all the things that you desire are out there already, if you have a really tightly knit, controlled grip on your expectations, expectation is a dangerous word, actually, then you're going to block your energy. But if you ask some new kinds of questions, you're actually going to open up that flow and be far more likely to build momentum and accomplish your goals. And so I'm going to give seven of my favorite questions that I use myself. I teach them to every client. And I've learned these over the years, mostly from looking backwards, looking back at how did I get unstuck? Oh, I realized, you know, I was asking this question and then a different answer came than the one my mind had been practicing and practicing. Like, um, let's say if, um, if I'm hosting a retreat and we're at 75% capacity of the retreat, the mind might be thinking, well, that's because you Uh, didn't spend enough in advertising, or you didn't advertise on this website like you did last year, or, you know, the mind might have all of these sort of narrow and tight ideas of how to influence that accomplishment of filling up a retreat. But when I shifted to asking a different kind of question, that's when surprises drop in (laughs) and ideas and opportunities that, that my mind that are beyond my mind, they're otherworldly, literally might come into view and they, and they always do when I ask these questions. So here's those seven questions. Anytime I feel stuck, anytime you feel stuck or heavy, ask in general about what's going on right now in this moment. Number one, am I controlling or am I trusting? It'll be either or. Is what I'm doing expanding me or constricting me? And that can even include your own emotional reactions Are they expansive or are they constrictive? With what I'm doing, is it for me or is it for God? I say God, you might say the universe, higher power, service, but is it for me or is it for God? A substitute for that question could be, am I personalizing? Am I personalizing this? Number four, where's my focus and attention? On the possibilities or on the limitations? What are you keeping track of? What are you taking score of all the reasons things can't work out or all the reasons that they can? Number five, am I allowing or am I resisting? Number six, am I curious or am I concluding? Concluding means you think you know, and by that I mean the mind thinks it knows the answer already. Or are you curiously exploring, taking action and seeing what happens? And lastly, which is number seven, which is really the summary of all of these questions is, am I acting from love or am I acting from fear? Every time you get stuck, use one or more of these questions. I promise you it will get you in motion again and it will deliver accomplishments that seemed impossible and use it with everything. If you did a social media share and nobody commented, come to one of those questions. If you had a revenue goal and you're missing it, come to these questions. If you have a savings plan uh, for your retirement and you're off mark, come to these questions. 
if a team member quits or uh, you can't find the right applicant or something like that, come to these questions. Take it into your personal life. If your kids are um, struggling in school and you're trying to support them, come to these questions. These questions are absolutely magic for shifting you from control into trust and opening up your possibilities. So third way to make that shift into trust is align your vibration with your desire or your goal. And yes, I do talk about aligning vibration all the time. <laughs> um, probably every episode, I don't know. But this is what it means to be a powerful creator is to be able to see a desire and then align your frequency with it. Because when your frequency is a match to it, it is. There is no other way it could be. You could ask Einstein or you could ask Abraham and they would both tell you that, that when your frequency is a match to your desire, it is. And there is no other way that it could be. So yes, I talk about this a lot. Here's a thing about frequency. It takes consistent tuning or management, just like you don't drink water one time and then you're forever hydrated. You don't tune your frequency one time, align it with desires one time, and then you're done. And that's it. Because we human beings, we are millions of chemical reactions happening. Our frequency is changing all the time. Uh, plus we are influenced on a frequency level from everything around us, our family, our company, the building we're in, the city we're in, the planet we're on, the universe is all changing, fluctuating energy. So many waves coming into contact with each other. So frequency tuning has to be a regular practice done very, very consistently. And you can think of it as foundational nourishment, just like your food or your water. So how do you frequency tune? Well, first of all, vision every day, every morning. If you write that smart goal and then it's in a notebook somewhere and you don't look at it and you don't know why you're doing it and the mind is there operating, you're going to get lost and be all over the place. And you're either going to be in that end of rigidity or to that side of like all over the place chaos. So spend actual time every morning revisiting that goal and visualizing it happen. That's going to help tune yourself. Then throughout your day, notice when something occurs that takes your frequency off course. We always have a physical clue of some time. You might get a knot in your stomach. You might stop breathing or start breathing very shallowly. Your shoulders might tense up. But whenever you notice that, do something to pattern interrupt what's going on, whether that's deep breathing whether that's a stretch, whether that's getting outside, whether that's putting on some music, something to shift your frequency. And notice that um, what really, really takes frequency down in vibration is always the mind. So develop, be, be so incredibly devoted to noticing what's happening in your mind and making adjustments in your thoughts and your words, because that will shift your frequency. It's not usually what's happening around us that lowers our frequency. It's what we're thinking about, about what's happening around us. And then lastly, I highly recommend frequency therapy. This is something that I do. I've been doing um, for a few years now. And in particular, in the last year, I'm using a device with a quant quantum sensor 
that it's like setting a dial for a certain frequency, first doing an analysis of where blocks are, but then setting a dial and releasing the right frequency to bring things back into bioenergetic harmony, whether that's in my physical body or whether that's in my aura and my chakras and my meridians. And it doesn't even have to have, it doesn't have to make logical sense to the mind and the mind doesn't even have to be involved, frankly. Um, it, I, it's like direct, uh, it's IV therapy in a sense. There's no actual IV involved. I don't want you to misunderstand, but you know, it's that direct application of quantum physics and frequency and letting the frequency do its work. If you would like any information on that, you can email me at leah at info, I-N-F-O, Healy, H-E-A-L-Y.com. And uh, we'll send you some information about that. And then lastly, to help with tuning your vibration, I also have a free guide by that name, aligning your vibration with your desires. And that's a bit.ly link also, align your vibration guide. And I will put that in the show notes as well. So you've got two free guides you can download here. You can get information about frequency tuning. So I'll, I'll end really where I started. And that is shifting from control to trust. Why is trust better? Trust will encourage you to take beneficial risks. Trust will allow you to create more freely and to have a point of attraction that really does call in those desires that are out there already. With trust, you break through that upper limit that control is created. And with trust, you make space for surprises. I recently had a client who was really consumed and kind of controlling and upset and just stressed mostly about developing a funnel for her marketing for her business. And when she let go, she actually developed five funnels in one week. And that never would have happened from a place of control of it having to look exactly this way or having to be exactly this kind of funnel. So in closing, my burnout or being blocked or being stuck is a frequency issue. And frequency is affected by emotional capacity. Your emotional capacity determines if your frequency is negatively affected or positively affected, lifted or lowered. So my wish for you is the, that you have the capacity, that you expand your capacity so that you can experience every desire that you have from your business to your book, to the dream vacation, to your family, to your love relationship, to your life experiences. And so if you suffer, if you already know when I said that, that you suffer from low capacity and you know that because events in life are constantly derailing you or distracting you or upsetting you, reach out to me because life is meant to be enjoyed and you are meant to feel good. So reach out at Leah, L-E-A-H at onewholehealth.com. And in the subject line, just put capacity and I'll point you in the right direction of where you can start your expansion of capacity. I'm Leah Lund and this has been the I Am Vibrant podcast. I'll be with you on the next episode. 